Hello, soccer junkies, and welcome to the Ace Football Academy. This is our June 2nd edition of the World Soccer Roundup. Wrapping up some leagues here um, over the pond, but the MLS and the NWSL are still in midseason form, so a lot to talk about today. Coach Dunham, you went 3-1 and one again last week. 32 and 21 overall, and still hold that commanding lead over myself. I went two and two again last week with a 27 and 28 overall record. And again, as I said, some of our leagues have wrapped up that we've been focusing on this during this World Soccer Roundup during this year, but still a lot to look forward to. Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to point out, I'm so sorry. You're under 500 on your picks there, and I'm, I'm a little disappointed in what you've done so far here, Charlie. In my defense, <laughs> the last couple of weeks I have chosen games based on where you went because I knew I needed to make up games, and it wasn't going to do me any good to both of us pick the winner. So there are a few games that I would have honestly bet on the other side, but I had to pick up some games against you. But... um well, I'll say this week, I'll allow you to pick first on all of our picks. Oh, okay. And we'll see how well you do. All right. Let's get right down to it. Starting with La Liga. They have concluded their season. As we know, Barcelona has won the league title. Some interesting rumors going around. Uh, we know Karim Benzema of Real Madrid is planning to leave, which I think we knew during the season. Right. And the rumor right now is he's going to the Saudi Arabian League to possibly join Renato. I don't know if it's going to be on the same team, but I don't know why these players are going there. I'm sure money has a lot to do I with was, it. I was going to say, you know exactly why they're going there. Money talks, and it's hard to walk. I mean, I know that these guys, these professional athletes are already rich, but when somebody puts that much that, – dollar figure in front of your face it's hard to turn down i don't care who you are it, it's it's insane so other interesting rumors going around is of course Lionel messi planning on leaving psg so we're hearing barcelona getting back in the mix to bring him back to their original club also inter miami currently owned by david beckham or at least partial owner there has already offered him a major salary i'm hearing 200 million over three or four years in my opinion, they'll make that money back in no time in ticket sales and merchandise. I mean, Lionel Messi, you're going to have sold-out arenas wherever you guys play. That's going to be an interesting one to follow here. Yeah, you know, and that Messi to enter Miami rumor has been around for what seems like two or three seasons. And so now this week we're seeing that, hey, there is an offer out there. There is money on the table It'll be interesting to see what Messi does. I mean, like you said, he's going to have his pick probably of what he wants to do. So very interesting. Uh, and I would assume the Major League Soccer executives are getting involved in this as well. They need a big-time money-making machine like Lionel Messi to come in and build their league up. Moving on to Bundesliga, we know that they also concluded their season last week in dramatic fashion. Yes. We knew Bayern Munich was down by two points. Had to win. Dortmund, on the other hand, had to win as well. They end up drawing. Munich wins the title on goal differential, equal on points. Unbelievable. Dortmund draw against a, a very weak team that it's they like, should have just manhandled. It was like Mainz or it somebody. Was, it was Mainz. 
and like disappointing on Dortmund. Bayern Munich winning another league title. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 11 in a row, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, Dortmund has to just be sick to their stomach over this. Um, you know, if you win, we're not even talking about it because the title is yours. And they, as you said, they end up drawing and they lose on goal differential. You know, I feel like some of the topics you hear, and this is going to get way off topic, and maybe we can talk about this further on another podcast. But, you know, this goal differential thing is very um, interesting to me because, especially over here in the States, a lot of times you hear about, oh, that coach is running up the score and that coach is doing this and this. But this is why they do it. Because you never know at the end of the season where, hey, I was up four to nothing and I pulled my starters. But if I would have won that game six to nothing, I would have been league champs instead of sitting my best players. And so goal differential is so, so important. And that, again, we can talk about that some other time, but just an interesting way to lose the title here for Dortmund. Yeah, great point. And something that's not really discussed until this type of situation comes up. Moving on to Serie A. They are in their final weekend this weekend. However, Napoli already winning the title. I believe they're 11, maybe 12 points ahead of second place. They have just dominated all season, so congratulations to Napoli. No major matchups to watch in particular. However, we are looking for particular positions here. So positions 2, 3, and 4, they have secure Champions League position. No one else can overtake them. Now they're just fighting for where they're going to sit at the end of the season. So Lazio... Inter Milan, AC Milan, securing Champions League, and they can win, lose, or draw, and they are good to go for champions. Next positions, five through seven, they are fighting for Europa and the Europa Conferences League. Again, eighth and below cannot overtake them. They are secured in five through seven. It's just depending on who's going to Europa and who's going to the Conferences League. Again, major money situations there. So Atalanta, AS Roma, Juventus, fighting in their positions, what they're going to end the season at. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting that, you know, we talked the last couple episodes about how tight this was going down the stretch. And now here we are in the last week weekend, and all of a sudden, everything's pretty finalized. Um, you know, so it just kind of shows you that these better teams really seem to um, do what they need to do at the end of the season. And again, this is... The World Soccer Roundup brought to you by the Ace Football Academy. Coach Hamilton, Coach Dunham, again, continue to bring you great world soccer updates. Moving on to the EPL. They as well concluded their season last week. Manchester City winning their third straight title. Congratulations to them. And again, Man, plenty of really, trans. Not really. Congratulations. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> I'm trying to ready for City to crash and burn here any moment. But again, plenty of transfer rumors going on here. Is Harry Kane going to leave Tottenham? Who's Man United going to bring in? Who's going to leave who? A lot of rumors going around. So we're going to be following this league pretty closely over the summer. Transfer window does not open up until August. But we did have an interesting relegation zone. We have Leicester City, Leeds United, and Southampton all getting relegated back down to the championship. Yeah, you know, um, Southampton was kind of all year long. I shouldn't say all year long, but with several weeks to go, it was kind of unwritten that Southampton was going to be going down. Um, Leicester City and Leeds United, you know, along with Everton and a few other teams kind of battled for those 
final two spots the last three or four weeks. And unfortunately for Leicester City and Leeds United, they were on the short end of the point total. And so they will be, along with Southampton, heading down. The good news is we have some new teams being promoted from the championship up to the Premier League. Winning the championship was Burnley, who are known as the Clarets. And they are currently coached by Vincent Company, formerly of Manchester City. So congratulations to them. Followed by Sheffield United, known as the Blades, who finished in second. And if you follow the championship, you know that they have a playoff for teams three, four, five, and six to win that final promotion spot. And Luttontown, the Hatters. Hatters. 31 years since they've made it to the top flight. And this is going to be a big deal for them. Just some information here. The difference in profit between the championship up to the Premier League, you're looking about $70 million per year just in profits from TV, merchandising, ticket sales. It's a massive situation to help your club grow from being on the championship. Yeah, you know, and you see that a lot. I think it's more um, actually detrimental to those teams that go down. They all of a sudden they lose that money. I think that's harder for those teams um, to continue to compete. But yeah, you're right. You know, a, a big opportunity here for those three teams. Um, and we'll see how they do next season. And again, we'll be following the transfer rumors on those teams as well, because they're going to need to upgrade their roster if they want to remain in the Premier League for the next two or three years. Moving on to MLS, they are maybe a third through their season at this point, approaching halfway through, catch them on Apple TV. A couple big games going on, FC Dallas versus Nashville. And we're going to be picking this one here. Coach, what's our odds and what's your pick? Yeah, this is a pick them with an over-under of two and a half. FC Dallas, although they have played well, they are battling some serious injuries right now. They um, had five starters that did not play on Wednesday, all sat out. It is looking as though they're all going to be sitting out again this weekend. On the flip side of that, you know, we know that sometimes when you get injuries, players get opportunities to step in and see what you're made of. And for Dallas, um, Colin Smith, he's a 19-year-old. He's actually on loan from Dallas to USL Birmingham, but because of all these injuries, was recalled back to the MLS club and has started Wednesday night, looking like he will start again this weekend, or tomorrow, against Nashville. So interesting follow there for a young Colin Smith getting his chance to shine in the MLS. Again, looking further into the goalkeeper, into the injuries for Dallas. Um... Their starting goalkeeper has been recovering from a chest injury. He is now looking as though he could play. So Dallas has kind of a question. Do they continue to ride their backup keeper because he has been playing well? Or do they go back to Hayes, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Forgive me if that is in, incorrect. But he has uh, recovered from this chest injury and is ready to go. Nashville, on the other hand, riding a seven-game unbeaten streak. 
they uh, another name that I'm going to annihilate. Of annihilate. Shoot her down. Um, the German forward Muktor. Yeah, we'll go with that. He is off to an MVP start for Nashville. He's got nine goals, six assists. He is, um, you know, has potential to win the MVP if he keeps going in this way. And as you said, we were picking this. So that is just a really long-winded way for me to pick Nashville. I'm going to take a draw here. FC Dallas still has quality players. They clear, I would assume they have a quality coach that understands how to handle these situations. And I'm expecting him to sit back, try to get some counters, and pull out a one-point draw. So I'm taking a draw in this game. Moving on to our next big game. We're also going to be picking on this. It is FC Cincinnati versus Chicago Fire. You and I are FC Cincinnati fans, and they are rolling. Yeah, you know, and on paper, well, I was going to say on paper, FC Cincinnati should win this game pretty easily. They are only a half goal favorite uh, with an over under of two and a half. But I wanted to talk about this game because I think just you and I are both um, coaching at a club that is affiliated with FC Cincinnati. We are both FC Cincinnati fans. And it is just very clear that everybody in our neck of the woods has bought into what FC Cincinnati is doing. They have just um, announced their seventh sellout of the season. They are 8-0 and at home this season. And they just really seem, as you use the word, rolling at this point in the MLS season. And on the other side of things, um, the Fire seem to be sleepwalking a little bit. They've tied three straight. They do have a young, another young gun, um, Brian Gutierrez. He is a another 19-year-old. What is interesting about um, Gutierrez is he is actually a Fire Academy product. So he has come up through their system and now getting a opportunity to play in the MLS, which I always find really cool. I like it when teams are developing their own youth, and then you see those youth develop into the pro side of things. So really, really um, cool and fun there for Brian Gutierrez. However, I don't think the Chicago Fire have enough fire to deal with FC Cincinnati, especially having to go on the road. So I am going to take FC Cincinnati. Actually, I love this bet. I love FCC covering the half goal, and I love FC Cincinnati hitting the over, maybe even by themselves, because one of the things that you and I have talked about is early on was that FC Cincinnati was struggling to score. They are not struggling to score anymore, knock on wood. But that is my predictions for that game this weekend. What about you? Well, here's some interesting stats here. So they've already played once this season, and it was a 3-3 draw. Okay. Their last five matches overall, Cincinnati has two wins, Chicago has two wins, and there's one draw. And Cincinnati has never beaten Chicago at home. It's one of only like four, five, six teams that FC Cincinnati has not beaten in Cincinnati. So another little interesting tidbit there. Yeah, so I I want to take FC Cincinnati on the win here because they're the better team, and there's no question. I'm going to take a draw here. I don't see Chicago winning this game. I do see an odd goal or a strange penalty happening here, just not going to FC Cincinnati's way. So I'm going to take a draw on this game, but I would love to see FC Cincinnati pull this out. Our next game up is LAFC versus Atlanta United. Uh, Beginning of the season, we've really been paying attention a lot to LAFC. They're currently sitting third in the Western Conference. 
Atlanta United sitting fifth in the Eastern Conference. I expect this to be a pretty tight match here. Yeah, there's no um, line on this game. There's no prediction on this game yet because this game is actually next Wednesday evening. So we'll um, well, we have this highlighted. Do you want to go ahead and pick it? Well, you get the first pick on all these homes. All right, you go for it first. Um, I'm going to. This game's in L.A. I'm going to go ahead and just take LAFC. Um, I've not done a whole lot of research on this game yet, as it as we said, it is next Wednesday. But that is my just my initial my gut feeling is to take LAFC. Yeah, I I would agree with you, but I'm going to stick with what I've been doing this whole time so far. I'm going to take another draw. I don't know how I feel about this game. I don't feel confident in either team pulling out a comfortable win. So I'm going to stick with the draw on that game. Moving on to the NWSL, we have the OL Rain versus the Portland Thorns. This is the second place Thorns versus the third place Rain. This is going to be a tight game. And from what I hear, and you're going to give some info, they do not like each other. Yeah, this is so. This is my favorite game that we're going to talk about this whole weekend. So we might spend a little bit of time on it. But when doing, looking at this game, when doing some research behind this game, um, it the very first thing that pops up when you um, look at the preview of these two matches is OL Reign versus Portland Thorns, best rivalry in women's sports, not just soccer, but just women's sports. And it dates back to the Portland Thorns celebrating their third NWSL championship last season. Uh, Christine Sinclair, the uh, their Canadian midfielder, celebrating was on the um, mic and said, I'm announcing it, she, that she was coming back this season to win a fourth NWSL title and ended her little speech with F Seattle. And so, of course, the fans loved it. Everybody loved it, except for the OL Reign. By the way, I don't think the Thorns even played Seattle in the final. And, and, or, or even in any playoff match leading up to this. It was just that rivalry, that that heated rivalry. So, in response to that, leading up to this game, doing an interview with the uh, OL Reign and... Uh, Lauren Barnes is a member of the OL Reign, and she's doing this interview, and the, of course, doing what they should. They asked um, Lauren about how do you feel about what, what is said. She doesn't respond, but you hear her kind of ask someone who's walking by her, says, hey, would you like to, do you want to respond to this question for me? And... The passerby says, sure. She takes the phone and very clearly, very plainly says, we hate Portland. And it turns out that that passerby, that responder was Lauren Harvey, the rain head coach. The head coach. So so a lot of fun, intense atmosphere. But, you know, this is what I think makes soccer great, or one of the many things that makes soccer great. People aren't afraid to announce these rivalries. They're not afraid to say, yeah, we're not, we don't like them and we're out here to beat them. And even when we don't beat them, we're going to talk about the last time we beat them. So this, this is what gets people to turn their teams on. It's why Ohio State Michigan is so huge. It's why, you know, the USC, US, UCLA types. I mean, there's reasons we watch these games because of the history of the rivalries. There's bitterness. There's, you know, year after year, players make it clear, I do not like 
that team right there. So I can't wait for this game to go down. What other news do you have on there? Yeah, it is, um, you know, that game again is tomorrow night at 8 p.m. And I know you and I both will be tuning into that one. It is on, I believe they're on Paramount. Is that correct, Coach? I believe that would be correct. Um, so interested to tune in on that one. And well, I mean, Paramount is owned by CBS Sports. So there's a good chance, yeah. which we need to look into if that's coming on regular TV. That's going to be a fun one to watch here. So yeah, we're going to sure. bet on this one. You got first pick. These are both solid teams. Who are you going with? I, man, I just, I love this so much. Um, I am going, I don't want to take a draw, but I think that's what I'm going to take. I think I'm going to take a draw here. I'm going to pull one out of your book. I'm actually going to hopefully force you to pick a team this time. Oh, I'm going with the Portland Thorns. Right. I'm not even hesitating on this. They've got some – they've got a solid base, but they've got goal scorers. They do. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, Christine Sinclair, they've got Alex Morgan. The Thorns are loaded, and I'm taking the Thorns on a nice big win. Next up, the big daddy of them all is the Champions League final. That is coming up. Not this week, but the following week on June 10th, next Saturday, 3 p.m., Manchester City versus Inter Milan. We'll have a better follow-up on that game next roundup session, and we'll give you some input on what to expect for that game. But that is next Saturday, June 10th. Again, the women's national team, July 9th, against the Wales, Women's World Cup coming in July. Men's national team, they have Mexico in June. We will be following those up in the coming weeks. We hope you guys follow us. And again, this has been the Ace Football Academy, and we'll catch you next week.